For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. gentlemen i am your host blake Rafino. this is are you serious sports hope all of you are having a good one we know that we are as well carter bryant in about 30 minutes had to skip last night's show with him uh, because he was out he was gone pecan calling games calling basketball games what am i supposed to do with this dude you know i, I mean Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. Let me, there we go. 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 All right. Kind of felt like I was a little zoomed in there. Nevertheless, <laughs> we do have a good one in store for you tonight. Look, the senior bowl is going on. Guys like Jordan Jefferson and Charles Turner having some big days where I see some of these guys going, the hype that it means, and what it does somewhat say about what you have uh, at LSU from a talent perspective. We'll talk a little bit of recruiting in there, too, uh, mainly due to talking about the pipeline that I think LSU uh, is building there. We will get to some recruiting stuff because DJ Pickett uh, was on campus today. He'll be on campus tomorrow. What's going to happen? What I think happens with Terry Bussey? Got a little bit of recruiting to talk about which we'll mention uh, here tonight. We'll go on a little bit of a Rafino's rant, um, mainly due to the NCAA, um, and kind of circling this back to LSU to, to, to some sense. Because 
like, look, we just somewhat took a, a little bit. Now, the Will Wade thing's the Will Wade thing. But the football-related stuff, you know, like, guys, the NCAA, like, how do they decide on who they target and go after and what they target and go after? Like, why aren't you currently investigating what Ole Miss is doing? Why? I, you know exactly what's going on. Why aren't you investigating Ohio State? You know exactly what's going on. Oh, they flew Nico Amaiolea, or however you say his last name, but they throw Nico, flew him on a plane from California to Tennessee. And he's, I, I, I mean, I get it. And, like, you know, at some point, the NCAA is going to continue to go back to court and they're going to get just absolutely plastered. And there's nothing that they can do. And then somehow, some way, TV contracts are going, you know, why, why am I going down my soapbox but i have a solution for college football i have a college i have a solution for college athletics i i mean guys we got to talk about it we just cannot as a fan base as an institution as and fans in general continue to allow the ncaa to be who they've been like something's got to change here we'll talk on that a little bit uh, here tonight we talked about Carter Bryant at the end of the show we'll talk a little bit about Tennessee and the Saints uh, 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 offensive coordinator search listen to all the Saints fans that are out there um, to all the Saints fans that are out there um, let me let me just say this um, oh we got some breaking news here hold on one second we got some breaking news uh, Devin Harper just committed to LSU, six foot, th- six foot five, three hundred pound offensive guard from Shreveport, Louisiana, has committed uh, to LSU. So we'll touch on that too. So we were going to talk a little bit of recruiting. Nevertheless, here we go. Nevertheless, here we go. Now I got to go to my handy dandy notes, guys. We can publish that. We can publish uh, Devin Harper. Um. to our social medias, but something we can talk about. <laughs> something we have to talk about. Something we put actually in the forum uh, the other day about Brian, uh, about Brad Davis about to start getting rolling here. He starts that uh, with getting uh, Devin Harper um, from Calvary Baptist. Big get, man. Massive, massive, massive get. So... Glad that he decided to commit um, at 7 o'clock so that we can talk about it. I'm just getting all this stuff. Um, getting all this stuff out of there, guys, out there, guys. Not y'all, but to, <laughs> to the team. To the team. All right. So we'll touch on that as well. Carter Bryan in about 30 minutes. So we got lots and lots uh, to discuss here. So let's freaking go. How about that? Brad Davis again off of the top rope. Brad Davis again from the top rope. Gotta love it, man. You gotta love it. Recruiting at such a high level, dude. Like, you know, Brad Davis is a guy that we don't talk about enough. Like, we talk about Joe Sloan. We talk about defense. We talk about this guy, that guy. 
Devin, I mean, uh, Brad Davis is not a guy that we touch on hardly at all. Hardly at all. So maybe that's got to change a little bit here tonight. Maybe we got we to gotta, uh, uh, change uh, some of the things that we're doing uh, in reference to talking about him because we got to talk about him. All right. Let's get to a quick break. Let us, um, let me do this. I'll get to all your comments in just a moment. Let's talk about our good friends over at betonline.ag, our good friend Tyler Alexander over at LPT Realty, our good friends over at Avid Inspection Specialist. Uh, we'll come back. We'll talk to Evan Harper. Got a Rafino's rants on the way too. Do us a favor, by the way, hit the like and share. Share to all those social media groups. Share to all those social media pages, wherever you're watching and listening. Do us a favor, like, subscribe, notification bell, all that good stuff. We greatly appreciate you doing that. Devin Harper, Calvary Baptist, commits to LSU. We talk about that next. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live in-game betting props and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline. He will sell your house and find you a new. Well, Tyler's the man, he's here for you. If you want to buy or sell, well, it's not too late. Dial 955-0008. Just call 955-0008. Y'all call Tyler. He'll shoot you straight. Guys, let me tell you about our good friends over at Avid Inspection Specialist. Are you planning on purchasing a home or business? Then you need it inspected. AIS has you covered. Before you make that purchase, get it inspected and find the issues before you sign on that dotted line and before they become your problem. AIS also has you covered if you just recently purchased a home with their 11th month new home warranty inspections before the builder says it's your problem and that new home warranty expires, get it inspected and let the builder pay for it. Do you need mold inspections, asbestos inspections, lead inspections, drone inspections? They do it all. Give them a call today at 225-717-5591. That's 225-717-5591 or go over to the website avidspecialist.com that's avidspecialist.com where peace of mind happens LHI number 11331 we're back you gotta love it dude because look man as I gotta post this probably because the guys don't guys y'all don't have it okay um hold on one second guys hold on one second I got to post this. 
Now you see what it's like in my world. Oh, well. It's okay. This is such bad podcasting, by the way. Such bad podcasting. But nevertheless, we got to do it. Can't just not do it. Okay. Here we go. So, Devin Harper, Calvary Bad, this 6'5", 300-pound offensive lineman has committed to LSU. Adding on to something that we talked about last night, by the way, about recruiting and LSU locking the state down. You know, we put a clip up. Um, yes, or either yesterday or today, uh, in reference to what Brian Kelly has done and him not getting the credit that he deserves in reference to, um, the way that Brian Kelly has locked the state down. So let's, we'll, we'll touch on that now. We'll touch on that now, but look, we, we mentioned this last night. It, it bears repeating with Devin Harper, six, five, 300 pound offensive lineman, committing to LSU, adding on to the number one overall class in 2025 already, guys, they are dominating recruiting in the 2025 cycle right now. Like, absolutely dominating high school football recruiting. You know, one guy that we don't touch on or mention is offensive line coach Brad Davis and what he's done since he's been in LSU from a recruiting aspect. I know that Will Campbell, Emory Jones – are from the state, and sometimes, and a lot of times, Louisiana doesn't produce the offensive linemen that historically other states do. But Brad Davis, from if there is an offensive lineman that can play in the SEC, that can play here at LSU, guys, he's not missing. He's not missing on any of them. So you got a guy in Devin Harper who, guys, I think personally is going to be a guard at the next level at the college level, I, I I would project him as a left guard type dude. He plays left tackle now, or we've seen him play at left tackle. He is a prototypical mauler. He is going to get after it. He is not. He is what you would. If Devin Harper, the kid from Calvary Baptist, Shreveport, Louisiana, if I could say one thing about him, he in the running game. He's nasty. He is violent with his hands. He's got really good footwork. I wouldn't be surprised at the end of all of this if a guy like Devin Harper, or why do I keep saying Harper? If um, he is not um, one of the guys at the end of this process that is a borderline, if not a five-star. Like, I think that Devin Harper is there. So... We don't talk about Brad Davis enough. We don't talk about um, enough just the simple nature of what Brian Kelly has done. Again, in this 2025 cycle so far, which, by the way, and now we don't do rankings. I mean, we're not nationally. We don't do the rankings. But, like, on three had LSU at third in recruiting this year alone from a high school ranking perspective. Now, they're at number one. Guys, look what they're doing. Like, I don't think that this is really a joke that can be overlooked and glossed when, at least around the country, what Brian Kelly has done at LSU 
versus what everybody said he wouldn't be able to do at LSU in recruiting because he didn't, quote-unquote, like or was a lazy recruiter. Guys, there's a difference. All Brian Kelly is proving, let me tell you what Brian Kelly is proving from a recruiting aspect. He is proving that there's levels in schools of where you recruit. It's more difficult to recruit at Notre Dame than it is at LSU. He's proving that. How can you not see that? Oh, well, Blake, they went 9-3. and Their defense wasn't that good. Okay, well, they're fixing that. It's not as if that when Brian Kelly got here that things were just rosy and smelled good. You know, you had people from Notre Dame asking the question, why, and I'm quoting here, why would he go down to Baton Rouge to that dumpster fire? Because he has, within an arm's length away from him, better athletes in state than Indiana has like produced in the last 10 years. Like, what are we discussing here? Two of the last five Heisman Trophy winners, quarterbacks, LSU, they're not from in the state, but LSU is able to attract those guys. Malik Neighbors, more than likely going to be a top 10 pick as a wide receiver. That's a guy right down across over the basin. Like, what are we discussing here? We can say a lot about Brian Kelly. And look, I understand and feel, like, let me tell you something, man. I feel the um, negativity, like, around Brian Kelly, whether it's you, some of you in the chat, or, you know, how bad the defense was a year ago. Guys, I got to give him a little bit of credit. I, 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 I don't know how else you don't give Brian Kelly the credit what he's doing. It's going to take a little time. These freshmen aren't going to come in and start right away. But man, when you recruit this way from the high school perspective, it's program changing. You're going to a place now where in college football, where there's going to be a 12 team playoff. So on three said this past year, you had the number three overall recruiting class right now. You have the number one. Well, I'm not saying that LSU is going to be uh, a contender and going to be in the playoffs every single year. But when you're recruiting the way that they're recruiting, those are the expectations that you must have. With high recruiting comes high expectations. Now, I don't, they're not done. Now, I tweeted this link out. I actually posted on Facebook too from our message board, our forum. I have my pick in for another kid from Shreveport or that's in Shreveport or playing in Shreveport. Frank Wilson, how do you do? Our pick is in. So you can go and subscribe there. We put it in two weeks ago, actually 15 days ago. So they're not stopping. Now, again, and I know what some of the negative Nancys in the chat will say. I know what you negative Nancys We'll say, Blake, what about defense? What about defensive line? I'm with you. (laughs) I mean, you're acting like this class from a recruiting aspect is done. It is not. Adding a guy like Devin Harper, again, when you win games in the trenches. Guys, you win the SEC for what you do up front. You know, I I hear a lot of people a lot of times 
talk about 2019's LSU offensive line. Oh, they didn't deserve the Joe Moore Award. Joe Burrow won them that award. Do you know how dumb and lazy of a take that that is? It's a dumb, lazy take. Then you're going to have to explain to me how Clyde Edwards-Alaire had over, what was it, 1,200 yards? Oh, that's right, because I could show you film on film on film on how that offensive line dominated. Want to know why the last time that you were in playoff contention, real, true playoff contention, national championship contention that year, the truth was, guys, you were pretty freaking good on both lines of scrimmage, and especially, which people don't give credit for, the front seven defensively. Guys, you were, you were not in the top 50 in secondaries in 2019. You were in the top 25 from a rush defense, a sack defense, a pressure defense. Remember the remember the last four games of nineteen at front seven. Caleb on Chase on and the boys did not did not play around. But okay, Rumble guys, can you? I, I don't understand. I don't understand the industry standards. I mean, the way that I understood it was that on three put him at third from their recruit their rankings. Am I wrong in there? People that follow recruiting, am I wrong in saying that on three had LSU at number three? I, I, I'm seeing you in the chat argue. So, I, I don't know how that works. You can all figure it out yourselves. But Devin Harper um, from Shreveport, Louisiana, has committed to LSU in case you're just joining. Join, actually committed at 7 o'clock when we started the show. Uh, so caught us a little off, off guard when he was committing, but glad he did. Glad he did. Glad that he uh, is going to be a Tiger. Another dude, man. So you know what's crazy? Hold on. I want to pull this up because I did not plan completely to talk about this tonight. Thought we were going to talk about it tomorrow. Let's do this. 2024. So LSU in 2024 from a high school recruiting ranking aspect, we talked about this again last night. LSU has signed eight of the top 10 in-state prospects. Dominic McKinley, number nine, has not signed yet. He will in a couple of or next week or the week after. I forget uh, how far we are along from this, uh, the official or last signing day. But going to sign with LSU. So giving LSU nine out of the top 10 in this year's high school recruiting class. In 2025, LSU has commitments from Harlem Barrett, the number one player in the state, Jebri uh, Antoine, who's the number two player in the state. They just got a commitment from Devin Harper. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. For the number three player in the state, Keelan Moses, yes, brother of Dylan, is number four. He's also committed to LSU. And the fifth guy on that list, James Simon, well, I have my pick in form as well. Corey Amos is one of the players that they have not 
gotten committed there, but right under there, number seven, J.D. LaFleur, number eight, Brett Bordelon. Tyron Francis also committed to LSU. So what he has done inside of the state. You know, I remember a time where when 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 Brian Kelly first got here, I mean, your number one request, re- request, excuse me, always your number one request from a head coach has always been to lock the state down. That has been your request. Well, truth be told, that's what Brian Kelly has done. Not only that, you know what else I think is something interesting that we need to talk about too? LSU, unless it's like a rare circumstance, like a Lance Hurd, who I do think got beat out a little bit by uh, uh, and probably the depth chart. Guys, we don't have guys really hitting the portal that we really want to be here. You, You missed one last year. Okay, and Walker Howard. That was about it. That's the pretty much the only guy that Brian Kelly has lost in the portal has that he wanted was Walker Howard. That's it. So not only are you getting these high school guys in here, highly ranked guys, what you're also doing is, is you're retaining them at a high level. Majority of them are from the state. Now, LSU, every time that they've won a national title, has been littered with guys from inside the state. Now, I still do believe this team for 2024 has some deficiencies that I think that they got to mask and some deficiencies that they're going to have to overcome. That's a lot of teams. But, man, you can't – here's the thing that I will tell you, too. You cannot continue to recruit at the way that Brian Kelly is recruiting and not get into the top four. Guys, we have not seen – Okay, it would be one of the first times that this has happened. But historically, when recruiting and websites and rankings have been a thing, the teams that are normally in the top three, top five consistently make playoff runs, make BCS title runs. Hell, majority of them, Georgia, Alabama, who have constantly been one and two, guys, look what they've been. You cannot continue to have recruiting classes like that historically. Like, let me give you a, another example. Brian Kelly currently sits 2025 at number one. Let's see if that holds. But 2024, we talked about the industry ranking from on three. On three has them at number three from an in, or not industry standard. I don't know uh, what it, how they rank it, but their standard is that LSU has the number three overall class. You you go to 2023, they had the number three class. And Brian Kelly's real first year, like, guys, Brian Kelly became the head coach at LSU on November the 30th, okay? The first signing period, Brian Kelly was still the head coach. I'm going to go to 2022. Don't you act like I'm not. Oh, those were Ed's guys. Okay, fine. Harold Perkins wasn't. He had to go get Harold Perkins. They finished fourth. My point in all of this is I'm not telling you to expect a run, a multiple national title runs. Still think they got to get better along the defensive line in some areas. But you historically, when you recruit at the way that Brian Kelly was recruiting, you should be expecting that. 
because that's all that college football has taught us. Guys, sports normally, especially college football more than any other sport, college football is always what they say chalky. It always has the teams and the, the guys that finish high and the best in the recruiting, they're always there. They're always at the top. Why is that? Well, normally when you have the best players, you're going to be there or be damn near close. It would be it if it did not happen. If we got to a place where LSU did not make multiple playoff runs, it would be the first time in the last 20 years that a lot of us have been following recruiting and that you didn't make title runs. It would be a little bit unprecedented. So, as LGZ says in the chat right here, what's crazy is the 2026 class could be even better. That's true because Louisiana has produced three of the top five recruits in the country. All I will say is with high expectations, okay, with very high or very high recruiting comes extremely high expectations. That is why, okay, um, that is why, well, never mind. I might want to keep that one to myself. All right, let's get to a couple of your comments here. Dane says, I expected since they raised my season tickets for over cost over $1,000 this year. Well, apparently they're in the deficit. You didn't you didn't hear? And yeah. Um Black Goatee with a two dollar super chat. What's up, dude? How you living? Black Goatee, good to have you in here uh with us. Devin Harper goes to Calvary Baptist um and is in he's a tackle for them, but he's gonna play guard. Uh, at LSU. Thank you uh, so much for the super chat. Jason Brumfield says BK may not may not win right away at LSU, but we are set up to be a constant winner for years to come under BK. So, I mean, look, that illustrates my point exactly to what Jason just said. You can't continue to do what LSU is doing in recruiting and not make really good runs. It, it, it would it, it's just not going to happen. I can't I can't envision it happening. Now, one guy that we have not talked about, and I completely missed my first segment, but it's okay that we missed what we needed to talk about anyway because Carter Bryant in two minutes. I, it, would be, it would just be the wildest thing to me um, if they're not able to get there. Oh, one guy that we do not talk about enough, especially when it comes to recruiting – is what Brad Davis has done, too. Like, you know, look, we talk about what LSU's got to do on defense, defensive line, corner. You, what do they got to do at receiver, quarterback, running back? The guy we never talk about, Brad Davis. You know why? Because he's recruiting at a high level and his unit is dominating. Guys, you have one of the best offensive lines in the country returning. <laughs> returning. You're having to replace your center, and you're going to replace your center with a really talented young man. But you got both guards and both tackles coming back. Will Campbell on one bookend, Emory Jones on the other. So when we always come in here, because we'll come in here a lot, we miss the fact that Brad Davis flipped a five-star in Weston Davis this past year from A&M. 
We forget of uh, or, or about what he's done the last two cycles. Guys, it has been the best area of recruiting that we've had. It, by far the best. So when we look at the 2025 class, it continuing to be really high-ranked guys. We, we got to say to ourselves, man, Brad Davis is building somewhat a little bit of a legacy at LSU. You can't recruit, develop, and put a unit out there the way that he is without looking at Brad Davis and saying, guys, he's one of, you got to make start making a little bit of the argument, is Brad Davis one of the best assistant coaches that we've ever had here? Now, I know that some of you will talk about Joe Brady. You'll talk about this guy, one of them being back for a lot of, you know, and you can't deny like what Corey has done. You can't deny it, what he's done in the past. It, you, just, you just can't. But you're going to have to start putting Brad Davis on that list. We've never recruited along the offensive line the way that we're doing right now. Okay. <laughs> it seems like uh, Faisal, um, he put in Devin Harper has just committed to LSU like seven times in the chat. I mean, look at this. These are all new comments, by the way. Look at this. All new comments. My dude just up in here, just excited, yo. He excited, bro. <laughs> oh, man. I feel you. Cohen Eccles. I know. Yeah, Josh says Cohen Eccles at the last minute, too. And he's, and he's enrolled. And you beat Auburn for him. And then Auburn said they didn't want him. Well, that wasn't true because they were trying to flip him there at the last minute on signing day. Kids sign. The, Cohen Eccles within a two-week span came to LSU, committed to LSU, and signed with LSU, then enrolled. <laughs> Nobody expected that. Nobody expected that. Uh, Marcus Stewart says, Brian Kelly and Brad Davis standing on business. They are standing on business. Standing on their business. Can't do what they're doing, yo. You can't do it. <laughs> oh, man. Damn, man. Then you got Keelan Moses says, should I be, should I really be on payroll? <laughs> ah, I fucking love LSU. It's the only curse word I'm saying of the night. Carter Bryant, where are you? You left me. Oh, there he is. Okay. Let's get to a quick commercial break. Carter Bryant, we talked to him, all LSU, next. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, and individual premiums will vary by customer. 
all applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. By the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. Carter, the power, Brian, good evening, good sir. What is up, Blake? Always good to be with you when a commitment uh, comes in, and uh, it's a good day, good day to be an LSU fan. So, Carter, let's talk about this because we have lots of things that we need to get with you because a lot has happened uh, since you and I last spoke because you just had to call college basketball games yesterday, which, by the way, how did they go? I went great. We went two and zero. Got the got the dubs, man. Good, good um, to hear. It was. Uh, it's. It's. Uh, I'm gonna tell you this, Blake. There's nothing like a basketball gym when you have two rivals going head to head. So it was great, man. It was absolutely great. We got so much we need to talk with you about LSU related. Um, let's do this. Let's start with recruiting because of the Harper news. We got Kayshawn Booty. We got Joe Sloan. We got everything that we need. Uh, Tana, see? I mean, there's so many things that we need to talk about here tonight. Let's start off with recruiting. Carter the Power joining us. Uh, Carter, obviously, you know, and some people are probably going to watch this on the replay when we clip this. Devin Harper from Calvary Baptist Shreveport, Louisiana, is the second commit um, this week from inside the state of Louisiana. Antoine committed this weekend. You got Harper committing today. Uh, uh, Carter, I said this earlier. You can't keep recruiting in the top three and four every year and finish there and not start making really big-time title runs. Am I crazy? Like, hey, is BK building something on this? Like, what's going on? Historically, when I've seen teams recruit like this at this high level means we might might go on a little run here. Yeah, Blake, and that's the truth. I mean, you you might be looking at the beginning – of the best recruiting class ever at LSU. And they have a legitimate shot, Blake, if they keep this up, to be number one next year. And that is so hard to do with Kirby Smart existing, right? So this has a chance to be something truly transcendent. The Up there with the peak Orgeron and Miles recruiting classes, it, it really is special. Are you surprised be- – you know, Carter, because a lot of these you should go to signing day. Like, you wouldn't get these no. big guys until signing day. LSU, quite honestly, has wasted zero time under Brian Kelly, unlike Orgeron. Like, I felt like, oh, would, you know, let things linger and go on. BK wants the commitment, and he wants it now. And, dude, they are just locking the state down. Carter, from a recruiting aspect, what is the number one thing the head coach at LSU has to do in recruiting? 
Yeah, you got to lock down the state, and you got to get those top five classes. I, I mean, but are here, here's the question. Are we talking about Brian Kelly enough in locking the state down? Like, I'm fired up. He got me yeah. fired up. <laughs> no, it, it, it honestly, it, it really is astonishing. And one thing I, I take away from this, Blake, and this is something that you and I have discussed privately, um, but I, I'll share it here, is the focus on the 2025 crop, right? <laughs> they, they really are pushing their chips in. All for this in. All in. It, 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 it's, it's crazy. And I understand that there are fans out there that are not happy with the portal class up to this point. And look, there are better portal classes out there. Ole Miss, of course, uh, is is one of them. Uh, Missouri has a really good portal class as well. But, you know, at, at this point, Blake, just be excited about 2025. There will be more portal guys coming. But the fact that you have the best recruit in LSU history and he's committed and now you're getting all these – top guys uh, from your own state it's it really is special and obviously the next domino will hopefully be james simon uh pretty soon uh got an interesting text from someone that uh, knows him pretty well and he said he's built like an ox i i love six foot 200 and you love running backs coming out of high school over 200 pounds i yeah he's gonna he's gonna be over it yeah he's gonna be about 205 when he you know when it's all said and done that's huge for me and i i I think of him as a better version of like a Daryl Williams, right? Where Harlan Berry, of course, has more upside because of his top end speed and his ability to make guys miss. That's going to be a perfect complimentary back uh, for that 2025 crop. So I'm really loving what LSU's doing. And, you know, for Devin Harper, the most important position out of any to recruit out of high school is offensive line. Every piece of transfer portal data and high school data that's out there is that. And, Blake, they brought in six in this last class, and now you already got seven. So seven guys you've recruited out of high school that all have some pedigree. Most of them are four stars and better. That is a really, really good thing to, to, to keep building in those trenches. Brad Davis is a guy we don't talk about enough. I want to get to Antoine in, in, in a moment. Um, Brad Davis, Carter, I, I got to be honest with you. I, I I don't you know Corey for what Corey gets for being DBU even though Cooper Ron Cooper started that Brad Davis might be the next dude like Brad might be the next guy that you're like hey man we don't talk about him it's like oh rely I mean he's the p- prototypical offensive line coach he ha- recruits nobody talk he's Sam Pittman he's Sam Pittman two point yeah. um yeah I, Carter. This dude, this dude's going off. Yeah, Blake, you know, this is what I would say about Brad. There's nobody from last year to this year that has increased their stock more than Brad Davis. Nobody. Right. I mean, it's honestly, and of course, guys like Jaden Daniels, I mean, sure. But, you know, going into last year, there was a lot of complaining about Brad Davis with the offensive line recruiting and, and all of that, right? And he has completely changed the the brand of offensive line at LSU, right? Um, you know, there is a national brand with LSU at pretty much every position outside of offensive line. And, yes, there have been great offensive lines at LSU. The 07 offensive line is one of the best we've ever seen. Um, there's great offensive linemen that come from LSU. Trey Turner, uh, 
Lionel, uh, Lyle Collins, Lyle, Lyle Collins, Andrew Whitworth, and so on and so on. It's just it's just harder. Well, Those I mean, at some point, point, Carter, you got to start talking about Cushenberry. You got to start talking about Damian Lewis, who came through here. Right. At some point, I, I'm just going to be honest with you. I mean, he didn't play a lot this year. Austin Deculus is going to be, you know, a, a, a guy that's on a roster again next year. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I got to be real with you. It's it's kind of starting coming to a point where. You know, look, we had a lot of big-time defensive linemen that have come through the school, and we probably can have them and will have them again. But the bottom line for me is really simple. Carter, I I think we've changed a little bit from what's going on in this state from a recruiting aspect at LSU. He's dominating. Yeah, and and Blake, you you do have to go a long ways back before the last first-round offensive lineman at LSU. And well, that's also going to change. They might have two. Yeah, that's going to change next season. So <laughs> it's been, uh, it's been since 1998 since LSU's had a first wow. round offensive lineman drafted. So then you obviously can't say that about any other position. So Brad Davis is going to have obviously potentially multiples next year, at least not until the. Uh, Dude, I'm thinking about this. When you said that, LSU has had a first round, not like kicker punter, but had a first round pick at every position group literally outside of offensive line i didn't even think about that yeah so that's what i'm saying i'm not putting down on any of the lsu offensive line i'm friends with some of the former lsu offensive line it's just the brand there is not quite the same as it is at other positions and brad davis has flipped that narrative and it's not that he's the first good offensive line coach at LSU. Coach Dud was great at, at LSU. Right. It's just it's different. The recruiting is different. And a lot of that is Brian Kelly as well. So um, it, it's amazing what they've done at that position, and hopefully that continues. Uh, Jabari Antoine um, also committed to LSU. Uh, Carter, how big is it when these high profile – because, look, he's a, the top 20, he's a top 20 recruit. He just doesn't have his fifth star yet. Carter, there's a really good chance he's going to end up being a five-star. I mean, look, man, it's massive to get him in the boat now. I mean, we're not even into summertime, Carter. Like, this is where a lot of this stuff normally goes down. But truth be told, it's already, I mean, for now, done with him. How big do you think uh, that commitment was, the kid out of the Westgate? Yeah, it's very nice. Obviously, good for Corey uh, to to get the the train moving at, at DB. So, I think it's bigger for him, right? Uh, because, you know, he's coming in with a lot of hype, and it's good to already get one of those commitments, especially from Westgate High School, that produces really good football players. So, good job. And I also love the name. I mean, that is just a name that rolls off the tongue beautifully. So, uh, congrats to him. Jabari Antoine? Yeah, I love he that sa- name. I mean, he sounds like a future first-round pick from LSU. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, he does. You know, like that is a hell of a name. You know what? You, you know what number he has to wear? The no negotiations. What's that? One. Oh, oh! You think he's a single digit? You think he's a new a Nuno? Yeah, I think he's a Nuno. I think oh, he, I think the kid's that good. Honestly. Oh, so okay, good, good. I mean, look, there's. A lot what of do you think? What do you think are. about him? Have you seen him play a I've lot? Not watched a whole lot. I, I've not watched a whole lot. Kid can uh, play. Um, Kid could play, okay. play. Yeah. Let's go. I, I would never lead anyone astray. I've, I've really not had a chance to, to sit down and watch him. But what I can tell you is if you think he's an Uno, I'm, I'm down with it. Let's go. You, you know who he kind of reminds me of? A Who's better that? rated 
Mo Claiborne. Right. And hopefully a better NFL career than Mo Claiborne, which I don't really <laughs> hey, no, Matt, I, Mo Claiborne was a, another one of those names, like, had to be a first-round pick at LSU. Dude, he's 6'1". Yeah. He, I mean, he's six, Carter, he's 6'1 and can run. 6'1", 6'2", and can run. That's got Corey, go Corey Raymond written all over it. Let's go. All let's, right. Let's, let's get it going, man. Um, Anything else that we need to touch here on recruiting, too, before we, we move on? Anything that I'm missing? Yeah. Just one more thing on on James Simon. Like I I, I spent some uh, uh, a good bit of time earlier today talking with someone that watches a good bit of him. You know knows him well, and I I just think James Simon is very good. Um, it, it's just kind of an eye testing. I don't really have a lot of verifiable like hundred meter times or anything like that, but he plays a game with a lot of guile. Uh, he's he's an interesting runner. Uh, he runs violent, but also has a little bit of wiggle. And I, I, I just, I just think he's better than uh, what his recruiting ranking is right now. And he's also a guy that's been at these LSU camps and uh, stands out, right? So that's just like a personal feel for me. I, I really do like him, and if he commits, um, it would not shock me if he ends up being one of the two or three best players in the entire class. I don't, I don't doubt that at all, at all. I just think he. I mean, that top five in the state, man, it's really competitive this year. It's it's highly competitive, yeah. okay? Two of those – dude, Harper – if Harper would, would not have projected as a guard, he'd get a fifth star. If he was a tackle, he'd be a five-star. I'm telling yeah. – they don't give guards five stars. Name the last five-star interior offensive lineman you've seen. Oh, they never do. It's they never do it. Level. Never do it. Okay. Huh? Huh? Carter Bryant join us. Look, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this because it's it's been a little newsy, uh, but I, I think we have to touch on it because of what is happening at Tennessee today, okay? The reason I say that is not that LSU is in an NIL problem or have an NIL investigation type problem, but they do have a little bit of a scandal on their hands with Kayshawn Bouti. Yeah. Carter, me and you, I think more than anybody, we took a little pushback. If you remember... This time last year, when we were talking about Kayshawn Booty, I said I thought it was an addition by subtraction. And me and you got pushback on social media because of it. Uh, I mean, Carter, how many times is this guy going to be a part of issues? I, I mean, like, I, I, I like the kid. I think the kid was talented. But it, sometimes yeah. he's – Carter, was he worth – even how good he was as a sophomore, was he worth all the shit that he put us through? And it's still putting us through. No, it's 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 just the truth, right? And I, I think two things from where all of us stand. Obviously, as a player, we're always going to love Kayshawn. He was an elite talent when he was fully healthy. But it's so important how you carry yourself off the field, whether it's recovering from an injury, whether it's doing the right thing, being a mentor to others. Um you know, this is how I always feel with off-the-field stuff, right? Because I'm not one of these guys that likes to be on a moral high horse. My issue is if you have multiple distractions. And at this point, we can count at least three major instances of multiple distraction, teammates having to answer for it. It's, it's, it's tough. It's really, really tough to overcome that as a team because in the back of your head, Blake, you're, you're just always like as a coach, oh, well, What's going to happen now? Uh, what uh, is he going to be available? And and well, I he wasn't being a available. Student is tough. He wasn't available. He got suspended he for two games. 
He wasn't always available. So I, I hate that he got hurt, but now I know for a fact that, oh, well, he had the flu. No, he didn't have no damn flu. And something else, Blake, I would highly recommend every single person to ask themselves about their own gambling habits, right? I mean, ask yourself when you place a bet if you have a problem. I think it goes a long way. Um, <laughs> Look at you being the, Deacon, Deacon Carter over here, Palsa Carter over here. What, what are we doing? Yeah. Here's what I'll say is the castles in Vegas are built on parlays. Okay? <laughs> they, they are. They are. They and, are, dude. And, okay, so, so true story. True story. I saw someone get mad, mad that the Luka Doncic under didn't hit when he scored 73 points. How can you be mad about that? They had a five-legger, and, and I saw them complaining on social media saying – and they're serious. They're like, oh, man, if Luca could have just had an off night. He went for 73. He went for 40 over the over. You just suck at betting. It's not, it's, it's, it, and, and, and people are like, oh, my God, if only he tore an ACL. What are we doing here? Yeah, okay? I know. So, so, you so, know what? You know it, the way I gamble, Carter? If, well, if I gamble, can I tell you how I do it? If I just could, is $20, $30, can I just say fuck it and not worry about it? Like, right. do I need to live with this money or not? Which I don't have. have. A I don't. I don't gamble as much. But let me ask you this. Because the NCAA, dude, like what, what's going on at Tennessee? I, I, I mean, okay. But the, the question that I have is, obviously, is LSU about to be investigated again? And, and what can't? What could they really do to LSU who LSU did not condone him doing this? Like, let's just be right. real. Yeah. I mean, look, it's a slippery slope because every kid has their phones and they can set up for an account. I mean, if you're of age, you, you can, you could do it. And it's very easy to, 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 to bet now um, with, 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 with everything that's out there. Um, you know, I, I, I'll always say this, Blake, individuals, it's I, I do think coaches just get too much blame for individuals being rogue actors. I think LSU will be fine unless there's some tentacles to this, if there were more players out there. I mean, and that's the case for any school, right? And I think this is going to be a wake-up call for all schools to say, hey, let me tell my players to make sure you don't do this very thing. And – what makes it very interesting, Blake, is we have seen this in the NFL where we have guys uh, accused for sexual assault. We have guys that are proven domestic abusers, and they don't get as tough of a penalty as someone who bets on sports within the facility, right? That's how serious sports I mean, sports Alabama had a freshman DB who was just enrolled, got pulled over, and had two pounds of marijuana. Like I, I don't look marijuana. I don't really it, that doesn't really bother me. Right. You know, like weed is weed to me. Like okay, whatever. But he had two pounds. <laughs> pounds, Carter. That could oh, last man. me a lifetime on the weed that I, I haven't and taken in my life. <laughs> so right. all I all I'm saying is, okay, like, what can you do? I, I but 
you know, how involved do they get in reference to Louisiana State Police investigating? They didn't find anything else, which it, it, I, I, I just I I just want this to be known because I know you have players that, that, that watch this and, and all of that. Just don't do it. Just just I understand you should be allowed. Or to or here's game. here's a crazy thought. Here's a crazy. You ready? Since That's your here. mom's name is only account. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. her social security number was in the account how about this is crazy you ready how about you don't put Kayshawn booty 01 on the motherfucker oh my god huh that is uh that that is that that is i i still couldn't believe it but here's the funny thing blake i was so shocked when i heard that because how can you be so stupid to do something like that but then i was like well Kayshawn's done a lot of baffling things. So I hate it for him. And look, at his peak, I mean, he was producing Jamar Chase, Malik Neighbors level numbers over two different years, right? At the end of his true freshman season and then at the beginning of his true sophomore season. That is so astonishing. But if you don't take everything seriously, man, it can, it can all slip away. I know they're not in the same class. Malik Neighbors is everything we thought Kayshawn Booty would be. Yeah, look, I this will be the most biased take. I shared this on my NFL show. You think, a bit yeah, you think he's the best receiver we've ever had? Yeah, I think he's the best receiver ever, uh, we've ever had. I also think he will be the best player in this draft. I, I, I do really? think he's better than. I think he's better than Marvin Harrison. I, I, I do, and that's not biased to LSU me. Okay, Blake, I shared a take with you earlier. I'm not going to bring it up here about uh, a, a time. Oh, I remember. Where, I remember this. Okay, so I, I mean, this, it, just it, it, say it, that you picked a player that you picked a, against an LSU player for another guy that you thought was better. Right. So, so I'm I don't always I, just go all out for the LSU test, and that's part of why I shared that before I shared this here tonight. I'll share this on my show here in a bit. I Malik Neighbors is the best NFL draft prospect we've had since Jamar Chase, and I think he's in a tier with Jamar Chase and Patrick Peterson as the best draft prospects. I've personally ever scouted. I, I I do it every year with the LSU guys, um, and I I man, it's just crazy. Like when you look at the film, and then you look at these dynasty fantasy people sharing all these crazy stats like EPA per play, yards per route run, broken tackle percentage. I mean, when it comes to making people miss, it is not close between my neighbors and Marvin Harrison. It is not, and. That's always a, a stat that I weigh a little bit more heavily because that is you going up against someone against their own will, right? And you're right. making those miss. And as a lot of people watch uh, watching the show that watch Malik Neighbors, these tackles that he would break are truly stupendously crazy. Like I, I still I, I remember he's running. Vi- it, he makes it look like he runs violently when really and truthfully, if you break down what he did, that's not violent. 
He broke an arm. Yeah. Like he he ripped through an arm. He he. You know what Malik is to me? He is the most technical wide receiver that I think that I've ever seen. Like te- like you. like for example, if Cortez like if Cortez made him go through a drill with hey got a defender on you right hand, what do you do? El- hit elbow. Like hit elbow. Like he is the most technically sound individual that I've ever I, I agree with that now. Best I-, I can't go there yet. Okay, I can't okay. I-, I can't go there yet because the truth be told, I mean, when you got Jets and you got Chase who did what they did and then did it in the NFL, I gotta be real with you. I don't know if Justin Jefferson's not the best overall non quarterback prospect that's ever been drafted at LSU. True. Um, now that we know what he's done in the NFL, but I'm talking pre-draft process. Like, let me ask. Right. Well, correct. Okay. Well, let me ask okay. you this: Like, LSU has never had a first ballot Hall of Fame wide receiver. Well, the route that Justin Jefferson is on, Carter, he's on that Randy Moss trajectory. Yeah, I'm with you. You know. I'm, okay. I'm with you, boy. I just can't. I can't go there yet. I love Malik. I love Malik. I just don't know. Okay. I just, for me, because I see Jets going for 1,900 yards in a year, I'm like, come on, bro. With Kirk yeah. Cousins? With Kirk O'Banes doing this? <laughs> There's nothing better than the Kirk with the Okay, uh, can we just admit one thing? Kirk Cousins is the whitest dude in history. And the dance move that he thought that was the best when he was covered in chains was this. <laughs> you like that? You like that? You like that? <laughs> I'm a Kirk Cousins apologist, actually, believe it or not. Okay. Got, got I saw um, – I, I did see Conrad mention uh, Wendell Davis, Conrad Caples. Uh, that's a throwback right there. Conrad, shoot me a message on social media. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send him a Wendell Davis card. Cool. Uh, so there you go. Um, before I before, yeah. before I get you out of here because you got your show coming up at eight fifteen, correct? Yes. Okay. Before I get you out of here, the staff is officially complete. Nagel and uh was officially uh brought in after you, and then Austin Thomas also gonna be hired in since we talked to you last. What do you think about the staff forming out? Um Slade Nagel being in and Austin Thomas's return. Yeah, I, th- I think it's great. Obviously, defensively, we we touched on that. Um, Nagel, of course, has um, a lot of history in Louisiana, Tulane, and then, of course, at LSU. Um, you know, Blake, overall, this hiring cycle for LSU is a, is a B plus. The only downside is the fact that they did lose Mike Dembrock, who is a tremendous, tremendous play caller. But I think Joe Stone's going to do fine next season. I know he's going to be very excited uh, for this opportunity. But anytime you lose a Broyles Award finalist, it's it's tough. But it happened, and LSU rebounded pretty well, um, all things considered. So the coaching staff will be way better next season compared to what it was uh, this past season, where, quite frankly, it was not the best coach season uh, at LSU. And I think that eats at Brian Kelly, and I think that's going to make him dig even deeper um, to to really push himself to get this team ready on both sides of the football to make a push for the national championship. So 
Um, congrats to Brian Kelly. Congrats to, of course, Scott Woodward. He played a big role um, in getting Baker and all these guys here. So really excited about the, the future, man. It's a good time to be an LSU fan. Austin Thomas, your thoughts? Yeah, so, of course, multiple stints. And I know, Blake, this is a big concern that people always have. Well, he's not been at any one place for for too long. And I get that. But that is far more the norm than it is the not norm. Okay? Coaches jump from place to place. Sometimes it's because coaches or administrators or analysts, or in this case, Austin Thomas, the GM, it's not his title now, but still, um, it's because you're good. Right. Uh, people always want to poach you. Right. Uh, Brennan Marion, the offensive coordinator, at UNLV, has been in 12 stops in the last 13 seasons. That's because he's good. You know, he's good. Mm-hmm. He, he gives lectures at, at coaching conventions and stuff like that. And younger coaches that are talented, they do bounce around earlier in their career. So hopefully Austin Thomas is here to stay. LSU lost some recruiting staffers, uh, player personnel guys in the background. And hopefully Thomas can steady the ship and get everything in order for for LSU. Got to be able to um, sustain um, organizational properties at LSU. You got to be organized. LSU's got money. I, I mean, they just – they got to be more organized in how they're delivering some things, specifically for guys in the portal. And, and that 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 is what the one area that they're just not – it's not that they don't have it. It's not that they are behind. It's just when you ain't organized, you ain't organized, you know. And you, we all know that guy who works the nine to five. When you walk up to his desk, and it's all just messy because he's not an organized person. And sometimes things can really affect you with that. Um, yeah. Okay. Last one, I promise. Very quickly, really, yeah, really, 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 yeah, really quickly. Your show's yeah, at eight yeah. fifteen. Um, is there anything that worries you right now for LSU? Like, meaning football specifically. Because, look, man, I mean, you still got to play the 24 season. You know, I, I think we're getting excited about a lot of things recruiting. I just want to temper some expectations, though. You know, like, uh, Carter, I mean, you you got to get some better interior defensive linemen or you're going to be 9-3 again. Yeah, I obviously – the off the field stuff is always something that that could that concerns me, but on the field is where I'll focus. And you know that it's a defensive line, right? I mean, it's it's just not where it needs to be right now. And I think we've already seen Brad Davis and Kevin Peoples on the recruiting trail trying to build this line, but obviously in the near immediate future, uh, it's 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 going to be really tough uh, for LSU to to build this defensive line to a level that they're going to feel unbelievably comfortable with. But I think they'll do a really good job because those two guys coached at an extremely high level last season. And as you've mentioned, the Texas defensive tackles were not the most highly recruited guys. So those guys come in with a lot of pressure. And, man, uh, Dominic McKinley's coming in with a lot of pressure as well. Um, because oh, if he can unfair, deliver. Unfair, unfairness, too. Right. And, and you know, if he struggles next season, it's important for people to be – patient because it's not his fault that the, the position is is what it is right now um so yeah i mean that's my biggest uh concern for right now but hopefully that'll be answered with guys like jaleel muhammad and and and, and others in, in the portal pretty soon 
So what makes you the best? Carter the Power Brian. Thank you so much, buddy. Your show's at 815. Tell them where they can find it. Yeah, just Power Hour LSU. And actually, if I can, Blake. Yes. Um, I, I'm just going to go ahead and, and, and say this. One of your friends, I've had a good conversation with him. His name oh, is no. Trey Clark. Okay. He's he's a viewer of your channel. Okay. Uh, he reached out to he reached out to me today. And he is a Liverpool fan. And um all right, did you want to be a Liverpool fan with us? Come on over. Carter, can I can I tell you something? Let's see. I it. don't even know what channel Liverpool comes on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If somebody said, Hey man, can you pull up the Liverpool game? I swear to God, I have no idea where to go. None. It's, it's, it's shameful. <laughs> we, we need to get you more cultured. I, no, we, we well, need to. No way. No, listen. You, you, I am a very simple man. Can you tell? Can I tell you the 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 three things, four things in life that if I had the rest of my life, I won't need anything else. You ready? Let's hear it. This yeah, show. This show. My kids, chitty chitty bang bang, okay, and okay. whiskey, all right. Soccer is like twelve thousand things down that list. I mean, you love football, man. Why not just hell no, hell no. Just, just helicopter in and be a fan. Just you don't even have to know the sport. It's it's fun. Shout out my guy Jared. Jared is a, is 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 my top dog as well. Um, but you're a Liverpool fan. Congrats, man. You're, you're, I'm, I'm a senior. Carter, I don't even know their colors. The only reason I know is because you wear the hat. Okay. That, that's a start. That's a start. What I, I will tell you this. The that, chills. Who plays with them? Like Messi or somebody? No. Not, okay. I got not, you on that no. one. I know, Messi's Messi's, in, I know Messi's in Miami. Hey, look. Uh, our biggest moment as a club actually was against – Lino Messi. We were down three zero. Came back to win four to three. You know, you, you know what? Um, you know what? My soccer comes from the summer I spent in Thailand. Okay, and okay, I didn't know you did this. yeah, Ted Lasso. It's about the most. Are you a Lasso guy? No, I've never watched it, <laughs> but I know who Ted Lasso is. <laughs> I mean, let's go. That's about it. See you, dude. See you, bud. Cheers. Peace. That's called. Oh, knocked us. <laughs> yeah, I know. That, that is so smooth. <laughs> See you next Monday, life. buddy. Peace. All right, cheers. <laughs> we had so much more we had to get into. Oh, well. Let me just say this, though, before we leave. Okay. I do need to talk about Tennessee very quickly. Um, Stay with us for just a quick second because I think it revol it could revolve around us. It, it, not around us, but something we have to pay attention to. So the University of Tennessee is being investigated by the – allegedly being investigated by the NCAA. Pat Forty reporting which – how many times is he going to report something before actually something becomes real? Tennessee is being investigated for the NIL dealings that they had with their quarterback – I'm going to butcher his last name, but Nico Iamayavea. Um, what are you in investigating exactly? Like, guys, I, I got to be real. NIL is legal. Okay, he went on a he went on a jet with a booster. Okay, level whatever violation. I, I mean, okay, I I'm with you there. 
But <laughs> if I'm LSU, I'm not pointing any fingers and laughing and pointing. Not doing it. You know why I'm not doing it? Mainly due to the fact, guys, you have the number one class in 2025. Just going to tell you, I don't think – I think you know how the recruiting sausage is made. I don't think I have to tell you. All I will tell you is, is quite simply put, good on Tennessee for dunking on all over the NCAA. I mean, the collective for Tennessee came out today and said, hey, we followed every guideline from the state of California where Nico is from. We didn't break any rules. Please come and investigate us. And the one thing that got me was that the chancellor of Tennessee came out guns blazing, calling the NCAA a joke. Guys, I got to be real with you. People that come out guns blazing, universities that come out guns blazing like that, either they got something really, really big they have to hide, or what I think is happening here, Tennessee knows that they didn't really break any NIL rules, that it's not even provable that they did, and they're they're coming out guns blazing. Pew, 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 pew. It goes to my point, though, that I was going to get into the Rafino's rants about, remember when Pat Forty was reporting all of this stuff about Will Wade? Now, some of it was true, okay? Like, can't say that no, nothing that Pat Forty said wasn't true. We know that he used his bank account to pay a, a player's uh, 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 child's mother um, to, in some form of hush money. You can't use your own bank account. I know that didn't happen at LSU. It's something he got investigated for. We all know what he got investigated for at LSU. We know that it, some of this has been proven. But why are you picking specific teams and people? Why Tennessee? Why Florida? Oh, well, Rashada. Just be, Pat Forty, Pat Forty's article about LSU and Will Wade was brought up in court. 17 of the 23 allegations, we went back today, the team and I, we went back today and looked this up. 17 of the 23 allegations that Pat Forty put in his article about Will Wade and LSU not only were unfounded, but in court was uh, labeled as uh, unsourced and un or non uh, non credible, like that. Pat Forty made up some shit. I mean, that's pretty damning. It's pretty damning. I mean. In base, uh, I mean, in basic terms, Pat gets some things right, but a lot of it's bullshit. Okay. We'll see what happens with Tennessee. I know we'll talk about it on the Rafino and Joe show tomorrow that's live at 6. Till then, we'll see y'all then. Y'all have a good night, guys. Y'all have a good one. Peace. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. 
hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.